This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, March 30th, 2022. I'm Caleb Brown. President Biden wants to levy a massive new tax on America's wealthiest households and specifically tax the unrealized gains on assets held by those taxpayers. Cato's Chris Edwards says no other country does this and such a plan would be a disaster for exactly the kinds of investments that keep companies and economies strong. In the United States of America, we tax income. We tax capital gains when people sell assets. And uh, what is Joe Biden proposing that is so, you know, it seems like a small thing, but it it's a radical thing to tax unrealized capital gains, taxing assets that have not been sold. Well, in the Biden administration's uh, budget for 2023, the administration proposes a new 20% minimum tax for billionaires, people who have wealth over $100 million, according to the administration, they would be subject to a 20% tax on on their income, plus uh, all their unrealized capital gains, believe it or not. So if you had a, uh, a wealthy person, for example, an entrepreneur who had $2 billion in wealth, um, and she had, let's say the wealth, her wealth, her business earnings went up by 200 million this year, uh, unrealized it's, it's, you know, it's, 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 uh, a private business holding, uh, the Biden administration sh- says she should be subject to a 20% tax on that $200 million and the unrealized increase in, uh, her business valuation. Uh, I've said this is a completely crackers, uh, strategy, tax strategy. No other high-income country, no other country in the world that I know taxes unrealized capital gains like this in their income tax systems. In fact, most uh, other high-income countries tax capital gains lower than we do uh, on on realized gains. The the U.S. federal state tax on capital gains at at the top end now is twenty nine percent. The average across uh, all OECD countries is just 19%. So we already heavily tax capital gains, and the Biden administration has invented this new and complex and damaging way of taxing unrealized capital gains as well. It makes no sense. How does that change the behavior of business owners and people who own assets, chunks of businesses? Well, if you if you're substantially jacking up capital gains uh, tax rates, you're going to be moving uh, investors and entrepreneurs uh, away from riskier, um, potentially high growth uh, com- uh, companies and startup companies to safer assets. I mean, right now, the U.S. economy and American innovation relies on the fact that many millionaires and billionaires Bill Gates and Elon Musk and many others take a substantial chunk of their wealth and they invest in an array of startup companies, renewable energy companies and space exploration companies. If you hike taxes on capital gains a lot, which the Biden administration would, uh, a lot of those millionaires and billionaires are just going to be taking their money and put it in, uh, putting it into safer assets. So that would be really bad for the economy. We want wealthy people to invest in risky startup businesses. We want them to uh, invest and hold and hold those investments over many years. Uh, by raising taxes on capital gains, you would be encouraging immediate consumption uh, and not investment. That's the opposite uh, of what we want from from wealthy uh, investors. And, and we understand that investment in businesses occurs 
in order to increase its value. It's it's as simple as that, right? Well, exactly. I mean, the the uh, United States has, as I've written uh, in a Cato study last year, about three hundred and thirty thousand. Uh, so-called angel investors. These are wealthy people who take huge risks to invest in startup businesses. And only about one in 10 of these uh, startups that they invest in, uh, you know, pays off in a big way. They often invest, say, in a new battery company or a new solar power company. They hold that investment for five or 10 years. Then one in 10 of these pays off and then they sell uh, and they get a big capital gain. If you hike capital gains taxes, you are disincentivizing people uh, to invest in, in, uh, in these risky startup businesses. So again, it would completely undermine America's high-tech industry and innovation society. When businesses make big investments in improving the value of the company overall, uh, how much of that increased value do entrepreneurs ultimately capture? Well, there's actually an academic study uh, on this by uh, an economist, uh, Nordhaus, who found uh, he did a big uh, macroeconomic model of the U.S. economy and found that over time, entrepreneurs themselves, inventors, only capture about 2% of the value of innovations to the economy. So when Elon Musk or another entrepreneur uh, or Intel Corporation makes an advance, say, in semiconductor chips, uh, you know, they earn some extra profits, which is good because they did the innovation. But ultimately, the, pro the extra profits they earn only represent 2% of the overall value to society of these innovations. So th th this is important because it means that, you know, tax policy, if it disincentivizes uh, innovation, at the margin here, it's going to cause a big uh, a loss to investors and entrepreneurs, but it'll cause a much bigger loss to society in general if innovation slows down. This looks like a test because uh, we've heard that we've heard this trial balloon uh, of this kind of, of idea being floated for many years. I can recall it being floated during the Obama administration. The income tax, as we uh, think of it, originally only affected some of the, the highest earning Americans. And uh, so to me, it, this, it looks like, well, once we get it sorted out with these folks, we're going to start moving it down in terms of income. Is that is that a reasonable assumption? Yeah, that, that's assumption? a likely possibility. The, the Biden administration has proposed a big tax on unrealized uh, gains of wealthy people. Uh, but this would be a terrible precedent to add to the tax code. So can you imagine if this goes down to the middle class that you know every, every value increase in your house every year, or every value increase in your 401k plan or any other investments you hold, the government goes bang and nails you on the increase uh, every year uh, on your tax return. It makes no sense. And think about the injustice of this, because the, uh, you know, of course, asset values, you know, drop all the time. So, you know, one year, let's say a high tech entrepreneur, their business gains in value, you know, a billion dollars, let's say, uh, and they pay this giant uh, new Biden tax. But the next year, markets might move against that entrepreneur. Their, their business might lose a billion dollars in value, and the government's not going to give them a refund. So there's this asymmetry here, which is completely unfair and which would really disincentivize, again, investment in, in, in risky uh, business assets. Well, and also, uh, it seems like uh, a speculative belief that a company is going to deliver a lot of value at some point, 
you know, sometimes those investments don't pay, pan out, like uh, investing in a new drug or a new kind of technology. A lot, a lot of times those investments don't pan out, but markets respond on the uh, possibility that that technology will pan out. And, you know, as those companies could get hit with massive taxes and then the technology might not work. I, I've argued on my, uh, I argued in an article on the, the Cato website, the unrealized gain is not income. What unrealized gain is, is the, is the market saying there's a, a prospect here for future flows of income. And I argue, well, those future flows of income will be taxed when earned. So if uh, you own stock in a, in a company um, and, you know, the, the, the share value goes up this year, it means that investors are expecting the company years down the road to earn higher uh, profits. But if the company does end up earning higher profits, it'll be taxed under the corporate income tax. Then it'll be taxed under the individual dividend tax when the, the earnings are paid out to shareholders. But often markets are wrong, of course. We don't know whether corporations will actually make those profits in the future, and often they don't. So taxing gain now for profits we don't even know are going to come through makes absolutely no sense. And so I said no other high-income country does this. No other country taxes capital gains like this. We've never taxed unrealized capital gains over the century we've had an income tax. Uh, I think the Biden proposal... It's frankly just an, an effort to gin up class warfare leading into the election. I don't think this is a serious uh, proposal, but nonetheless, you know, we have to take it seriously because, um, uh, you know, it's a real threat to uh, American markets and American uh, innovation. I think if this was also if it was actually enacted by a Democratic uh, Congress, I think it would be quickly repealed as soon as Republicans took uh, back Congress. Europe, uh, over a dozen countries in Europe used to have uh, annual wealth taxes, which are a similar sort of thing. And they were virtually all repealed because the Europeans found these taxes are so economically damaging and they're almost impossible to properly administer. Chris Edwards directs tax policy studies at the Cato Institute. Subscribe to and give a rating to the Cato Daily Podcast on your podcast platform of choice and follow us on Twitter at Cato Podcast. 